and praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord and welcome to the Prayer, Praise, and Deliverance broadcast with yours truly, Elder Thurman Gorman. Amen. We are just glad to be in the presence of the Lord one more time. Amen. Glad to be here in the studio. Amen. Hallelujah. We are off a little bit for the Christmas, amen, break, amen, and the holiday times. Amen. Taking time with our families, amen, to give God the praise for all of our family members and amen, all the saints of God. Amen. We're just gracious. Amen. We're thankful for what God has done for us. Amen. The Lord is blessing. The Lord is doing great things whereof we are glad. Amen. So we're just glad to be in the studio this morning. Amen. Thanking God for his mercy. Amen. Thanking God for his mercy upon my family, my loved ones. Amen. How God has blessed us and strengthened us and healed us and delivered us from a great tragedy. Amen. I thank God for, amen, his deliverance in our lives. Amen. So we're going to begin our broadcast with prayer. Amen. The Bible said the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. And that's coming from James, amen, 516 and the B portion of that verse. So in accordance to God's word, we want to pray because we know our prayers, amen, will help us through. Bow your heads with us. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to pray. You said that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So we thank you for the opportunity to come boldly to the throne of grace, to obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We thank you for your mercy, God. We thank you for waking us up this morning early, Lord God, to give your name to praise. We thank you for new mercies today. Lord God, your word said new mercies you supply to us each and every day. We thank you for your abundant grace, for your grace is sufficient. It gives us strength when we are weak and we thank God for your grace today. We thank you for your word and we thank you for this season, this time, this time that we are embarking upon new beginnings. Oh God, we are, oh God, preparing our mind with expectation for your graciousness and your goodness upon our lives. And now, Father, we're asking you to bless this broadcast this morning. We're asking you that you would anoint us from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet, Lord God. Anoint us and lead and guide us, Lord God, in this broadcast. Lord, we know that somebody longing on needs a word from you this morning. Lord, anoint us, anoint our mouths, Lord God, to, Lord, speak a word into someone's life that will encourage them that will speak to their situations and that will give them victory, Lord God. Lord God, you can even say, as Peter said, Lord God, as he entered into the temple, silver and gold have we not, but such as we have, we give unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we prophesy a good word for someone this morning. Touch, heal, save, deliver, and set free. Whatever we need, we know that you have it. Oh, God, we know that you're willing, Lord God, to bless us and you're willing, Lord God, to give us the victory. We ask, Lord God, that you would take charge of the broadcast. Lord God, anoint us to do what you've called us to do. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name and let everybody say amen. Amen. We are grateful, amen, to be back in the studio, amen, and it's always important to, amen, begin everything with prayer, amen, for the Bible says in all of our ways, Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And we know that, amen, the prayers of the righteous will avail much. Amen. We're grateful. Amen. And again, we're excited. Amen. That the Lord has blessed us. Amen. What a year. 
amen, that we have faced this year in 2018, amen, there's been so much tragedy, so many things that have, amen, gone on that will seemingly, amen, cause us to be discouraged, amen, or cause us to look regretfully upon the year, but Amen. I want to be found giving God the praise, amen, for what he has done, amen. He has spared us so much death, so much tragedy, but through it all, God has brought us through, and amen, we want to tell the Lord thank you this morning, amen, and we're here today, amen, just to reflect, amen, and to, amen, just to look back and see all that God has done for us, amen, and how, amen, our praise and our worship Amen. And our service to God has preserved our lives throughout this year. Amen. We want you to be mindful to pray for the families. Amen. The victims of the so many tragedies, the so many murders in our neighborhoods. And then, amen. Our communities. Amen. Pray for the families who have lost loved ones. Amen. And pray much for our government, our amen leaders and those who are responsible for helping us to lead. Amen. Our society and godliness and amen and order amen that god will grace them amen and give them mercy amen so that they'll know how to serve amen the people of god the people of the community amen and as again amen i would amen just challenge you just to learn to praise god in these situations because our praise will give us amen strength amen amen have you ever been in a situation amen where Amen. It seems like, amen, you were so discouraged, so down about the things that you go through, but somehow in some way, amen, you were able to give God the praise in service or just in your personal time, you chose to praise God. Amen. You chose to lift up your hands. Amen. You chose to open your mouth. You chose to clap your hands or sing or join in on a song. Amen. And how God changed your perception of what you were going through. And the Lord made it all right. Amen. I'm here to tell you that there is power in your praise. Amen. And as I was, amen, on my way to the station this morning, God began to impress that upon my heart. Amen. About praising God. Amen. Just encouraging the people of God to praise him in spite of what you're going through, in spite of your circumstance and your situations. Amen. I want to encourage you to praise God because there's power in your praise. Amen. If you will praise him, he'll make it all right. Amen. He'll turn it around for you. Amen. Just lift your hands. Amen. And give God praise right now. Amen. Amen. Don't do it if you're behind the wheel of the car. Amen. But if you're in your place of residence, amen, you're, amen, you're in the hospital or you're maybe behind prison walls, amen. Just give God the praise, amen, because truth be told, amen, praise will change your perception. And if you ever notice how that, amen, the first thing that the devil attacks is our praise. He wants to depress us, to oppress us, to think, amen, amen, solemnly about what we're going through and begin to sulk and begin to complain, amen. But the first thing that he attacks is our praise. But I'm here to tell you that there's power in your praise. Amen. We are a people of praise because the Lord has done so much for us. Amen. I don't even have time to tell you of all the things that God has done for us. So the first thing that Satan wants to attack is your praise. 
Amen. But I want you to fight against it. Don't you know that there were battles won just because the people of God made a decision and followed the guidance of the prophet of God and began to put their weapons down and put their hands together and to lift their voice and praise God. And I'm here to tell you, amen, about that situation. We may look into that scripture today. It's found in 2 Chronicles, amen, the 20th chapter where Jehoshaphat was meeting a great battle. He was overwhelmed because he, with a small nation, was facing five nations, amen, mightier than he were. Their armies were more advanced, amen, and more powerful. But what said the word of God to him? Praise God. Tell the people, put down your weapons and put your hands together and begin to praise God. And while they praise God, God dispatched an angel, amen, and amen, distorted the deception of the people and they began to destroy themselves. I tell you, there's power in your praise, amen. Don't, amen, neglect. Don't hold back your praise, amen. You may be feeling down now, Amen. But put your hands together and clap them and say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Because it could have been worse. It could have been the other way. But God has blessed us to be able to have the opportunity to intervene into whatever we're going through right now in this season, in this time. Amen. And give God the praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And each hallelujah, each thank you, Jesus, will usher you into the presence of the Lord and your perception about what you're going through will shift, amen, in placing your attention upon the goodness of God. And God will pick you up. He'll turn you around. He'll place your feet on higher ground. He will put your enemies to a flight. He will give you victory upon victory over every situation and every circumstance that you are facing. There is power in your praise, amen. So learn to praise him through your struggles and through your storms, amen. You might as well, amen, amen, because it's only going to take the time that God has allotted for you to be there, for you to come out. But do something constructive in that time frame, something that will help you, something that will remove the burden from you while you're waiting on God to change your situation, and that is to give God's name the praise. Amen. David found out that there was a treasure in praising God. And I want to read a scripture that he wrote in the 33rd division of Psalms today. Amen. I want to just read a portion of it. Amen. David says, rejoice in the Lord. Amen. O ye righteous. For praise is comely for the upright. Amen. I'm reading from the first verse. I'm going to start, start reading then. And David continues and says, Praise the Lord with heart. Sing unto him with psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right. And all his works are done in truth. Amen. I'm going to end with this scripture. It says he loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Amen. David's perception was changed. We know that a lot of these songs were birthed out of trials and difficulties. Amen. That David went through. But he found strength to praise God 
and God began to give him victory upon victory. That's an example to me. Amen. Truth be told, we're all men of like passion. And when we're going through difficulties and we don't see our way out, we begin to, amen, feel sorry for ourselves. And we begin to even question God. Well, why am I here? Why am I having to deal with this? Amen. Amen. I'm striving to live right. I'm striving to do all I know. Amen. But I thank God, amen, for the encouragement that David gives me through the uh, through the writings, amen, that he left on record for us. And I believe they were left on record to encourage us, amen, to give God the praise, amen. And just the next psalm that I'm going to turn to, amen, is going to let you know how to do it, amen. But David, he, he encourages us to sing unto him a new song, amen. He says, amen, grab the psaltery, grab the string instruments. Amen. Hallelujah. Pick up whatever you have in your hand, the tamarind. Amen. The symbols, the high sounding symbols, as he says, in the 150th division of the psalm and give God the praise. Amen. Because truth be told, it's only the enemy that's trying to steal your joy, steal your praise. Amen. It calls you to complain. Amen. Calls you to look negatively upon what you're going through. But I've learned, amen, to praise God, amen, to lift him up, even in my dark places, because I know that amen, God promised that even in my tenth trouble, he'll be there, amen. And if God is in my situation, he's going to make it work out for my favor. And sometimes, amen, we have the habit of trying to measure up to God's goodness as, as if we could live, as if we are worthy of God's word, of God's goodness. But I want to, amen, just serve you. Notice you were never worthy of God's goodness. Amen. It is the goodness of God that brings you to the position that you're in. You didn't earn it. Amen. The Bible said, while that we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. He didn't wait for us to get righteous. He didn't wait for us to get all our stuff together, amen, to get our life straight, amen, as we would say, amen, I got to get stuff together before I come to church because, you know, I know my life is raggedy, but while we were yet in the condition of sin, God supplied grace and mercy and helped us through our struggle, helped us through our situation, helped us through our circumstances, and he saved us. And the Bible said he saved us and he called us with a holy calling, amen, while we were in that condition. So God knows all about you. And God didn't come to, amen, the Lord inspired me with this, amen, and I'm going to share it with you today. The Lord didn't come to save your flesh. He came to save your soul. Amen. So quit trying to measure up to God's goodness in your flesh because you'll never get there because sin is condemned in your flesh. Amen. And yes, amen. God knows all about your weaknesses. Amen. He knows all about your situation. So don't let the devil play that game with your mind as if you could measure up by your living because God didn't come again to save your flesh. He came to save your soul. Amen. And your soul is the center seed of God's attention because if he know he can get that inner man right, amen, everything else will follow. And when we go back to God, this flesh will not go, but our souls he will redeem and he will bring back to him. So praise him. 
Praise God for what he's doing in your life. Amen. Don't cause the devil to depress you or to oppress your mind, to think down on yourself because everything I read in the word of God concerning me, as God speaks into my life, he speaks greatness in my life. He speaks to my situation and there is never a negative. If I remain faithful to God, I'm looking for victory. How about you? Amen. I'm looking for God to do great things. Amen. As we embark upon this new year, amen, adjust your perception. Amen. Because things just very well may continue to get worse. Amen. But we were already foretold in the word of God what would happen. But I believe God wants us to rejoice. He, I don't believe he wants us to be depressed about what he has already foreordained from heaven. But I believe that we can survive with the praise. We can survive, amen, by clapping our hands and giving God the praise. Of course, what you see through your eyes, through your natural eyes is upsetting. But overcome it with your praise. Because, amen, the Lord said, I know the thoughts that I have toward you. Thoughts of peace, amen, and to give you an expected end. And that expected end is going to come through much tribulation, Amen. Through much of our struggles. Amen. But it's going to pay off. Amen. If we hang in there with the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn with me <clears throat> to the 34th division of Psalms. Amen. A very, amen, amen, befitting Psalm for, amen, what we are talking about today. Praise. Amen. Amen. David knew that if he could just praise God. Amen. And keep his faith intact with God. Everything was going to work out all right. Amen. And because David had prophecies concerning his life, even as we have prophecies concerning our life. Amen. One of them that come to mind is in 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. It says, thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He giveth us the victory. Amen. If you just stay in place where you are right now, he's going to give you the victory. Amen. Whether there's some changes, some adjustments, repentance, or whatever needs to be done. Amen. We are a people of victory. And if we stay in the place where God has for us, God is going to grant us victory. It's guaranteed. Amen. If you got somebody next to you, remind them it's guaranteed because God is already giving it to us. And when someone gives it to you, amen, hallelujah, he gives it to you. It's without strings attached. Amen. The victory that God has already called for, for the people of God, amen, is based upon his goodness and his plan for our life. Amen. In the 34th division of Psalms, very familiar Psalms, amen, but amen, it has a wealth of encouraging information for us today. It starts, David said, a psalm of David. Let's you know who wrote this psalm, amen. This division of psalms, amen, when he changed his behavior before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he departed, amen. This psalm was written when, amen, David, amen, was in such a, a terrible trial. He had to leave his own people because he knew that if he stayed within Israel, there was going to come a time when Saul would catch up with him and take his life. Amen. He began to get distressed about his situation because some of the same people uh, who would be for, who should have been for him, 
was a man, hallelujah, informing Saul of his locations, where he was hiding. But yet through it all, God was delivering him out of every situation. Amen. I remember when David was in the cave, amen, and he went into a section of the cave, amen. We would call it in the neighborhood. He went back in the cut and he sat back in the cut and God sent a spider to weave a web over the entrance of the cut where he was at. Amen. And amen. And Saul sat down and he was within arm's reach of David. Amen. And David had his armor bearer with him. Amen. And David began to, amen. Hallelujah. David was encouraged by his armor bearer to kill him. He said, see, the Lord has delivered your enemy into your hands. Stretch forth your hand now and kill him. And David said, how should I be clear? How can I be justified if I put my hands on God's anointing, God is going to take care of my enemies and God is going to deliver on time. Amen. And amen. The story is a little lengthy for me to cover today. Amen. But I want to cut it short. Amen. When Saul was rested and he came out of that cave, amen, David followed and fell upon his face and began to confront him about the hatred that he harbored in his heart against him. See, you got to be able to hold on to God. When, amen, when everything is working against you, when you have enemies, when you have haters, amen, you got to be able to love on them because love conquers all, amen, and David began, amen, because he was blameless, because God's anointing was on his life, and David's heart was pure, he began to say, why are you trying to kill me, Saul, I've done nothing but good to you, amen, and how God gave him space to escape, but how many know the enemy wasn't done with him yet? Amen. But David got a little discouraged and he went among the Philistines. He escaped to the Philistines because even the Philistines admired him. The power of God that was on his life. Amen. And I want to stop there. When the power of God is on your life, Amen. The Bible said he'll make even your enemies at peace with you. Amen. One of the most dreadful enemies of God of that time and era against the people of God began to admire David because their heart was touched because David was blameless and they knew that God was using him. God was, amen, fixing him for another day. Amen. And God was raising up, amen, friends and help for him in the midst of your struggle. And how do you know whether what you're going through, God has set you up for your next miracle, your next blessing. He's putting things in place for you because people see what you're going through and they know that you're unjustly tried and amen, you're treated, amen, evil unjustly, but amen, it is how God, amen, chose to Use that situation to usher you into your next blessing, to usher you into your next miracle. So, amen, I want you to adjust your perception because some of us, truth be told, somebody I'm talking to today is facing some difficulty, but the Lord is sending you a word of encouragement to stand still and to see the salvation of the Lord, which he's going to show to you today. Oh, God is going to open your eyes and let you see the purpose of what you're going through. Amen. We all, truth be told, got haters. 
people who will accuse us, people who will try to block our blessings, people who will try to hold us back because they don't see the hand of God on your life. But amen, there are those that are about you that see the hand of God on your life and what God is setting you up for. Amen. If you're with somebody, you got somebody on the line. Now, tell them God is setting you up for your next miracle. God is setting you up for your next breakthrough. All you've got to do is hold on. Hold fast to the faithful word and God is going to deliver you on time. I'm getting excited now because, amen, God is speaking, amen, and my soul is being fed from the goodness of God, from what God wants to do in my life, because I know God's got a plan for my life. Amen. Let's get to the psalm before I forget. Amen. Amen. The psalm says, amen. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Amen. David, amen, says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. David said, come on and praise God with me. Let's, amen, lift up the name of Jesus together. Amen. Let's clap our hands. Amen. When we go to the temple, don't be found sitting in the back of the temple. Won't clap your hands. You just observing the service and, and you're not getting into the service, but that's the time to get your breakthrough. So when you make it to the house of God, don't be a wallflower. Back in the day when we had house parties, amen, the one that didn't dance, they called them wallflowers. Amen. They just sitting on the sideline observing the party. Amen. But I never was a wallflower. <laughs> I sat on that wall, but after a while, by and by, I was on the floor, moving my feet, clapping my hand, getting into what I was into because, they Amen. I came to do my thing. But when I come to the house of God, I come to do my thing. I come to get my praise in. Amen. I'm shouting. I'm moving my feet because I know that the victory, amen, is infused in my praise. I know that there's something about the praise of God that will break loose in your life. So David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Amen. When you go to church tomorrow, look at your neighbor on your row sitting next to you and said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt this name together. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. And the devil going to fight you because you may have some situations that may be going on in your life. Amen. But give God the praise. Amen. Clap your hands. Amen. And give God the glory because he's worthy. Amen. Not because your situation is, amen, dire. Amen. We don't praise God. Amen. For that, we praise him because of who he is, who he is to us. If you just think on the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for you, I don't care what you're going through. Your hands will start to clap. Your mouth will begin to open and you might find yourself in the aisle dancing and giving God the glory. Amen. So, amen. He furthers this psalmist says, I sought the Lord. David has given us a little, amen, amen, testimony here. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. He goes on to say, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him. 
and saved him out of all of his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamped around about them that fear him and delivereth them. David says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Isn't that good news? Amen. That if we seek God, amen, and we seek him in our praise, amen, we seek him through our prayer, we seek him through our Bible reading, amen, we stay connected to him, everything is going to be all right. I just don't believe I'm going to lose. Amen. I don't know. There's a possibility. There are always possibilities, but amen. I've quoted this throughout my salvation. I don't believe that if I hold on to God, I'm going to lose. I don't believe that if I hold on to God and be faithful to him, that I'm going to lose out on my soul's salvation, that I'm not going to get the things that God has promised me in my life. He has taken me places that I never thought amen, I would ever be. Amen. God has simply blowed my mind. Amen. Because I hold on to the fact that God is in control of my life. Amen. And my destiny is in his hands. All I've got to do is praise God through the process. Amen. Just pass that word on to somebody. Praise God through the process. Amen. Don't cry through the process. Don't murmur through the process. Don't complain through the process, but praise him through the process. Find yourself in the presence of God, giving him glory, giving him honor giving him praise. It'll offset your thinking. It'll get rid of those feelings of depression. Amen. It'll get rid of those feelings of oppression. You won't feel oppressed anymore because your mind will be shifted to the goodness of God. Isn't God good today? Isn't it good to you today? Amen. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. And I just, I'm thankful to God for this lesson today that I'm able to share with you today to try to help you to shift your perception about what you're going through. Amen. Shift your position about, shift your perception about where you are. So a lot of us are not happy about where we are in our life, where we are in our salvation, but those places are transitional. They're only temporary. If you keep moving in God, if you don't let, amen, that trial stall your faith and cause you to become unfruitful, cause you to stop working. See, the first thing he attacks, the devil taxes our praise, and then he attacks, amen, our zeal. Amen. We'll find ourselves feeling sorry for ourselves, and we'll stop working. We'll stop praying. We'll stop seeking. We'll stop looking. We'll stop expecting the miracles of God. We'll stop, amen, looking for God to turn our situation around and we'll be find ourselves adjusting ourselves and becoming comfortable in our sins. I was reading this week and I found it amazing that, amen, the commentator wrote about it, amen, when the children of Israel went, amen, down into captivity for 70 years in Babylon, amen, certain of them, they moved in and they got comfortable in their oppression, amen. I'm here to tell you, don't get comfortable in that situation that you're dealing with today. Don't you get comfortable. Don't set your tent up because God is going to bring you out. I don't care how long you've been dealing with it. Israel was in Egypt for 400 years, but God spoke a word to Abraham before they got in there. He said, amen, them, your children, your descendants are going to be, amen, captive and enslaved 
But after, amen, due time, I'm going to bring them out. God's got our exit, amen, already prepared for us before we even get in the situation. Amen. Even as he did for, amen, the children of Israel. They were down in Egypt for 400 long years. But, amen, their exit to that situation was already prepared for them 400 years down the road. And God used that time to multiply them into a mighty nation that, amen, caused their oppressors to become afraid of them. God will multiply you. Amen. God will deliver you. I love that song. Amen. That, amen. <clears throat> the songwriter writes, he writes about Goshen. God is going to bless you in your Goshen. Now, your Goshen is going to be in the place of your captivity, but God is going to deliver you while you're in Goshen. Amen. So praise him while you're there. Amen. Lift up the name of Jesus while you're there. Pray while you're there. Amen. Study and learn about the God of your, amen, of your deliverance. Amen. Learn about him. Prepare yourself. For the purpose of time is preparation. The purpose for the situation is to prepare you. So Israel was being prepared while they were in slavery, while they were in Egypt. Amen. God spoke a word, amen, through his prophets to sustain them. And when there was darkness all over Egypt, when God was bringing them out, he struck the whole land of Egypt with darkness. They couldn't even see their hand before their face. But the Bible spoke of Goshen and said, there's light in Goshen. Amen. While the situation may be dark and glim for others, there's going to be light for, amen, the children of God. You remember the song, there shall be light in the evening time. Amen. Your way to glory, you will surely find through the waterway. It is the light today, baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, all oh, ye saints, repent of all your sins. Let the Holy Ghost come on in. For the evening time has come. It's a fact that God and Christ are one. Amen. So we're grateful, amen, for the hope that we have, even in our dark situation. This word is for somebody this morning. Amen. God put this word in my spirit on this morning as I began to make it here. Amen. He began to put, amen, that simple word on my heart this morning about praise. Praise him where you are. God wants somebody to break out of your situation and praise him. Amen. Praise him. Hallelujah. Lift him up. Praise him. If you got to pull that car over. Amen. And praise him. Turn that television off in your room and praise him. Put the children out of your room and close the door. Praise him. Because that praise is going to break your yoke. That praise is going to, amen, shift your perception. It's going to change your situation. It's going to change you. It's going to change how you look at things. It's going to change how you feel about yourself. It's going to change, amen, the enemies. It's going to put confusion in their path. Amen. Folk who are set out to destroy you are going to turn around and bless you because you made a conscious decision to praise and magnify the name of the Lord. And how many know his name is a strong tower? The righteous runneth into it. 
and they are safe. It is our city of refuge. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell him praise is my city of refuge. Let me give you a little history on the city of refuge. When, amen, how the children of Israel, they had ceremonial laws and moral laws and they had laws to govern their everyday life. Amen. How they would interact in live together. That's why the Bible said, love your neighbor, even as you love yourself. Amen. But amen. If someone was working in the field and the ax head slipped off, the ax had hit another man. This was an example in the word of God. It's, it's scriptural. It's in the book of Exodus. Amen. And the ax head would slip off of the ax and hit someone and kill them. Amen. They were to make it to the city of refuge because you know that they're, amen, kin and that people would be upset that he got killed by another man and they would seek to, amen, revenge the death of their loved ones by taking the life of the one who took their life. Because you know the law said an eye for an eye, a two for a two. But they were allowed a time to make it to the city of refuge. And if they made it to the city of refuge, amen, they, they were protected by the word of God and the priest. They would not allow them to come in and revenge the blood of their loved one. And they would have to, amen, go back to their homes and they would take, the, they would give them a appointed time for them to be in the city of refuge. They couldn't leave the place. And after that appointed time, they were able to leave the place, amen, and go back to their home. And the revenger of blood was powerless to revenge the blood of, amen, their, amen, loved one. Amen, that speaks something to my mind. The Lord began to speak to my mind because, amen, time heals all things. And during that time that, amen, the one that murdered their loved one was in the city of refuge and gave God time to remove that hatred and that anger from the amen, those who would revenge the death of their loved ones. And it would also, amen, bless the one who, amen, amen who had that accident. So we see the city of refuge and God will bless you while you're in your city of refuge. Amen. It'll cause you to praise God. Your praise will usher you, amen, into your blessings, amen. So it's important that we continue to praise God, amen. We ought to stop right now and just give God some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, because praise is comely for the upright. I don't know whose yoke is being broken this morning, but God is breaking somebody's yoke this morning. Amen. Let go of that hatred. Let go, amen, of that situation you have. Amen. And just praise God. Don't you know that's the purpose of forgiveness? Amen. The purpose of forgiveness is not for the one who wronged you, but it's for you that you could move on. Amen. I'm talking to somebody because somebody has a lot of regret, a lot of anger, amen, towards someone who did them wrong and amen rightfully so you should be upset you've done everything to be their friend but they stabbed you in the back amen you've done everything that you could to bless them but they stole from you you've done everything to help them but they amen they cursed you amen and you're upset about it they stole from you amen they lied on you but such is life it's because sin is here that these things happen but overcome it with the goodness of God go ahead and release them and God's going to release that anger he's going to release 
release that hatred. He's going to release that feeling you've got um, that you need to get back at him, that you want to hold that grudge. Uh, amen. God is going to set you free um, and he's going to allow you to praise him again. Um, amen. Your praise has been held back. You really haven't praised him like you used to. Um, amen. Your feet are heavy. Um, your heart is heavy. Um, you don't feel that anointing like you used to feel. Um, but God said, let it go. Um, and I'm going to bless you. Um, I'm going to give you your joy back. Um, I'm going to help you to move on. It ain't going to change what has been done. Um, but it's going to change you. Um, it's going to change your mind. Um, and God is going to restore unto you the joy um, of your salvation. Um, oh, stop your hands and clap your hands and stop right here and give God some praise this morning. Um, Y'all don't know about it, but yokes are being broke this morning. Um, minds are being changed this morning just by the reading of God's word and the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. There's a lot of hatred going on now. It's sad to say even right in the church, people are holding grudges from years, stuff that happened 10, 15 years ago, and you, you still holding on to that hatred. Now, man, let that stuff go. Um, amen, amen, hallelujah. That person may have repented and moved on with God. Um, amen. They've asked you to forgive them, but you won't forgive them. You just won't let go. Um, you won't turn around. Amen. So what? Um, amen. Jesus, amen, was killed unjustly. Um, people hated him without a cause. Um, amen. But what did the Lord do? He said, forgive them. Because they don't know what they're doing. I don't know how I ended up here. But the spirit of the Lord is speaking. Amen. People are being held back. Because you refuse to forgive. You know people are join in. In your hatred party. They won't join in. Amen. For the good things. Um, but they'll join in, amen, spreading lies and hypocrisy. I'm, that's why I don't, amen, hallelujah. If you got a disagreement with somebody, don't look for me to join in the party, amen, because I go, I deal with people based on my own experience with them. I'm, I ain't going to hate nobody just because you don't like them. I'm, they ain't done a thing to me, I'm, amen. I'll deal with them according to my relationship with them, I'm, but I don't join in the hate parties, I'm, amen. You ain't going to have that type of control over me uh, to make me hate somebody who ain't done nothing to me. Uh, amen. But amen, you need to let go uh, because the devil is using that situation uh, to get people, amen, stalled, uh, amen, in their situation. Uh, and I know what I'm talking is right uh, because I can feel the pushing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, pushing me, amen, to keep talking about this. Somebody needs to be let go. Somebody needs to be set free. Somebody needs to let go of that situation. I know it may be difficult. It may be, amen, the hardest thing that you've ever had to come to do in your life, but your freedom depends on it. The freedom of your spirit and the freedom of your worship, um, the freedom of your praise um, is tied uh, into the grudge that you're holding. Um, let it go and let God bless you. Um, amen. He'll give you your praise back. Um, he'll give you your joy back. Um, 
quit talking about it. Don't even talk about it no more. And God will let you move on. And God will restore to you the joy of your salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. We're living in a, amen, a generation of people. I used to kind of, amen, look down on that phrase that people would call haters, haters, haters. You know, and I just thought it was just something that was kind of traditionally talked about. You know, how we got the hood slang, you know, what's up. Amen, amen, dope and hit folks, you know, on the fist. You know, just stuff that people say, amen, just to, amen, they would create sayings for different experiences they had. And people will always talk about they hating on me and they hate. But I come to realize, amen, that it does have an effect on people, amen, and it creates an atmosphere where God can't come in and dwell among his people, amen, when you got that type of atmosphere in the body of Christ in the local assembly. Amen. And as I told the saints on last week, amen, I begin to share with them, amen. See, I bring the church with me. I don't come to the church. I am the church. Amen. The church, the building is just the place where we meet. But we bring the church to the building. But if those who are supposed to bring the church to the building are messed up, amen, how can you truly have church? That's why we got to squash that stuff so there can be an atmosphere that the Spirit of God can dwell in and people can be blessed. Have you wondered why people stop getting blessed in your church? Have you ever stopped and wondered why the Holy Ghost ain't dropping in your church no more? Why you're just coming out of formality? You're just, amen, fulfilling dates on the calendar. There's no deliverance. There's no salvation because the atmosphere sphere is toxic and the spirit of God can't come there. Amen. And that's a true statement because the Bible says, amen, that amen, Jesus didn't occasion to certain places because, amen, the atmosphere wasn't right. And then the Bible says that not many mighty works were done there because of their unbelief, because the atmosphere was not set, because unbelief had filled the atmosphere. God can't dwell in an unclean temple. We being the church got to clean the atmosphere by ridding it of everything that will cause it to be toxic and keep God outside of the building rather than coming in the building and people being delivered. If you're having church and you've gone a span of time and you're preaching the gospel and you're rejoicing and ain't nobody getting saved, you need to go back to the drawing table. Find out if there's some things going on that may not be right. Amen. That happened to Joshua in the matter of Achan. Amen. They went down and they won a great battle. But they got, amen, they got heady. Amen. He said, amen, we don't need everybody to come down to beat these folks, not knowing what was going on in the background. Amen. Achan had coveted and stole some things. God said, destroy it all. Destroy everything in this battle. Don't take nothing home to you because it's going to make you a curse. But he lusted after the gold and the silver and the wonderful, amen, garments that the heathens had. And he coveted them. 
and hid them under his temple. Amen. Maybe I may be talking to some pastors this day. Amen. There might be some stuff hid up in your church that you got to find and get rid of. Amen. Because something is stopping the move of God. Oh, yes, it is. Amen. God is speaking this morning. Amen. He's speaking to the flock. He's speaking to the people. And he just might be speaking to you. Amen. So there was a search made. And when they found out, amen, 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 before that, amen, hallelujah, the man of God begin to fall down before God and say, why didn't you just leave us here? Why did you let this happen to us? Amen. And God spoke to him and told him, get up off of your face. Amen. There's a curse thing in the camp. And they begin to situate themselves and they begin to search out. And when the accursed thing was found, amen, they said, God's going to trouble you for troubling us. And they destroyed the accursed thing and they were able to move on. And God continued, amen, to bless their conquest, amen, in the promised land. So, amen, I want to, amen, encourage somebody because God is speaking. God is moving. God has to have the church ready to be able, amen, to influence society today to make Jesus their choice. But if we are biting and devouring one another, we're fighting one another. There was a scripture, amen, there was a preacher, and there was a sermon preached some time ago that my old pastor would talk about. He said, there's war among you because there's war in you. Amen. How do you, for whence cometh wars among you? Amen. Come they not from the lust of your flesh. So God, amen, is continuing to encourage us, amen, to get in the place of blessings. And how we get there is through giving God the praise. How we get there is through rejoicing in the Lord. How we get there is through magnifying the Lord in our trials and our tribulation. It's already been determined that through much trials and tribulation must we enter into the kingdom of God. But we can adjust the perception of what we're going through by by praising God, by lifting up the name of Jesus, by letting God empower us with the Holy Ghost so that we can fight the good fight of faith, so that we can finish our course with joy and the ministry, so that we can finish our, our course with shouting, amen, and as the saints of old say, we'll come bringing, we'll come rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves, see the sheaves, was the increase that God gave um, those who harvested the land for wheat. Um, when they came in, they didn't come in empty-handed. Um, when we come down to the end of our journey, um, amen, we won't come empty-handed, um, but we'll come with the increase um, that God has placed on our lives, um, and we'll come rejoicing. Um, don't come to the end of your journey um, crying and oppressed um, and depressed Pressed, huh, and mad with the world. Huh? Amen. You can't cross over like that. Huh? But cross over with joy. Huh? Amen. Praise huh, the name of your God. Huh? Lift him up. Huh? And give him glory. And the 
spirit of the Lord God will stir up your spirit. It will stir up your mind. And you can say like the song says, I've got something to thank the Lord for. Jesus Christ has set me free. And now I've got victory. Now I've got joy. Now I've got peace. Now I've got deliverance. I've got something to thank the Lord for. Let's stop right here and give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. Our perception has been changed through our praise. And if you got a praise for God, you got power. Power to shift the atmosphere. Power to move things into your favor. Because God wants our praise. The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. So where there's praising going on, there's the spirit of God. If it's the true spirit of praise. See, everybody can praise God, but everybody can't worship him. But we, amen, welcome the spirit of God in when our hearts are right and when we're devoted to him and when we give him praise. The Bible says, happy is he, amen, that suffers but yet finds a praise. Amen. He's happy. He's rejoicing. Not because of the condition. Get your mind off of the condition. But it's because that God is with you. What would you do right now if what you were facing right now, you did not have the Lord on your side? Amen. Through all of David's struggles, he found out and he wrote in the psalm. He said, the Lord is on my side. What shall I fear? What can man do unto me? And if you really look at it, what can man really do to you but take stuff? Oh, I can take your car. I can take your house. I can take your job. But I serve a God that's got everything. The Bible says a cattle of on a thousand hills, it belongs to him. All they can do is take their stuff, <laughs> but they can't take this soul that's on the inside of you. And that's why Jesus said, fear not man which after he kills the body, there's nothing left for him to do. <laughs> amen, amen. That's one of the most dreadful things that is happening to people today. Amen. And happening amongst our society today when, amen, people decide to, amen, murder families or murder people. Amen. They go off and they kill themselves. Sad that they kill themselves and they've killed others. But, Amen. The thing that I want to express, there's nothing that we can do with them. Their life is gone. What are you going to do with a dead man? Throw him in a jail? Amen. But he's on his way to judgment. Amen. So, amen. So it is with our enemies. They may take my life. They may take my stuff. But they can't take my soul. Because Jesus didn't come to save my flesh. He came to save my soul. And when he saved my soul... (laughs) He's got a place in me, and I've got a place, amen, in him that I cannot be touched. Amen. And he won't allow anybody to touch me. You may, amen, deal with this body, but you can't do nothing with my soul. (laughs) And that's what the devil does through touching our stuff and trying to get us to focus on things, amen, that are material. But I remember a song that my mother would sing, amen, while she would be around the house cleaning. She would sing these hymns, and she was rejoicing. I would remember her, and she would sing (coughs) the song, the old hymn, 
Build your hopes on things eternal and hold to God's unchanging hands. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Elder Bowie, good to see you. Amen. This morning. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Glad to have you with us in the service. Amen. This morning. And for all those that have joined, amen, amen, via, amen, our Facebook Live app. Amen. We thank God for you joining with us, and we thank God for you joining with us, amen, as we live stream across YouTube, amen. We are thanking God for you, amen, thanking God for your support, your prayers, as you continue to pray for us. But I want you to remember to praise God, amen. If there's, amen, a need in your life, amen, amen, you can call, amen, our station hotline, which is 240-719-2560, and we will pray with and we will pray for you. Amen. If you don't have a place to worship, amen, you can come, amen, to the Greater Refuge Temple Church of our Lord Jesus Christ in Washington, D.C., amen, where our pastor is Bishop William Michael Fields, amen. There is a word from God, amen, on this, amen, Sunday we'll be worshiping and praising God as we prepare our minds and our hearts for the new year. And on Monday will be our watch night service. Amen. You can come and join us as we, amen, bring in the new year in prayer and praise. <laughs> amen. I just hope there's a time after, amen, we get finished praying the new year in, amen, that we can praise God. Amen. Pick them up and put them down and clap your hands and give God the glory. Because as I said, this has been a trying year. There's so many things that have happened. So many things that we don't have time to mention, but we made it, amen, thus far. Amen. If God preserves our lives for the next two days, amen, God is going to be bringing us into a new year. Amen. He's going to bless us. Amen. I have great expectations for this year, and I'm thankful to God that God has blessed us to be able, amen, to come again, amen, to this point in this year that I may do what I've been doing all year thanking and praising God. And yes, I've had trials. Yes, I've had tests. Yes, I've had tribulation. I've had trouble. But through it all, God has brought me through it. And I've come. I look pretty good, don't <laughs> Amen. God has blessed me. Amen. Amen. He has blessed me to come through without a scar. Amen. Hallelujah. Without a scar on my body. Amen. My mind is free. My soul, amen, has been lifted. And I'm so grateful. Amen. Until, amen, we meet again, we want you to stay in prayer, pray for our leaders, and pray for the churches of our Lord Jesus Christ as we prepare for our centennial, amen, celebration in Greensboro, North Carolina. All the saints and all the people of God will be, amen, we'll be leading there as we celebrate 100 years of apostolic victory. Amen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ and everyone that is connected to us, we encourage you to come and oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Until we meet again, God bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is our prayer. Father, in Jesus name, Lord God, we thank you for your eternal word. Your words are spirit and they are life. Let your words be planted in the hearts of your people. Lord, you know who you are speaking to. <laughs> Help them to take advantage of the opportunity that you're giving them right now. Oh, God, to order their steps in your word and to seek your face. Because if we seek you early, we're going to find you when we seek you with all of our hearts. 
Bless the tarriers, those that are tarrying for the Holy Ghost. Look on those that are, oh, Lord God, hearts are being touched by the word of God. Cause them, Lord God, to believe, to repent, and to be saved. God bless you now is our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.